Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Byron Hussey, and this is Fan Fiction Theater. So, the idea behind this podcast is that I'm going to select a fan fiction that sounds fun, and I'm going to read it, and that's it. That's the whole thing. The whole thing. Now, you might be wondering, you might be wondering, why Why would I listen to this? Why? This is a huge waste of time. You're right. But I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep doing it. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how many people last to the end. Um, I've done this once before, but it was only for my patron group. Um, so I guess I'll have to do something else, something else for them that is uh, even more special somehow, if that's even possible. Um, so today I have selected a fan fiction for the hit 1980s sitcom ALF for children of all ages. And the the fiction that I've selected is called Just Another Day with ALF. It's written by Priyan Jayasurya. Priyan Jayasurya. So, and this is, if you want to read along, um, why would you? But it's on fanfiction.net. Uh, so go go give uh, Priyan some love because I'm sure this is a, uh, a good story. I haven't read it yet, but I have to assume. So where I, where, where I can, I'll do the voices, but I, I don't actually feel the need to do all of them. It's just, it's just the thing, you know? It's like I'm not a voice actor, so I don't, like, this isn't me showing off my voice acting capabilities, you know? So let's, let's, let's put that aside. So Priyan wrote kind of an exhaustive preamble, if you'll pardon the pre-pun, um, to his fan fiction, um, which gives an introduction to Alf. Um, and he describes Alf as a popular British children's family comedy TV hit series about an alien crashed into a house who's trying to live there until everything's okay for him to go back, which is almost never. So I'm not sure um, why Prion thinks is a British show. I know it has a very uh, dry wit to it, very... Um, Pretty British, very British wit, but this is indeed an American program, so uh, it's possible that um, that in whichever translation Prion is watching, they made them uh, made, they made the Tanners British. But um, so I'm not I'm not going to try to do this in a British accent because that would just not be sustainable. Um, so Prion also invites us to take a sneak peek um, uh, with a plot summary of ALF, which we, I think we can skip, but also give some interesting um, introductions to the characters uh, before, uh, before which he says, oh, let's go for a little, quote, Alfy time. So... Uh, the intro to Alf is that he his character name is Alf. Character appearance, short, furry, has a beak-like mouth, cute. It's debatable. Funny-looking, 
age around 260. Character description, goofy. Um, I guess, yeah, goofy. Um, personal interests, do something exciting, plus blowing up something valuable, having a cat for dinner, and justifying his own rude behaviors. I haven't really known Alf to justify the, the rude behaviors after the fact. He's pretty. He's pretty shameless. Um, the attitude has on Alf. So this is Alf's attitude: is the world's greatest alien. Right? Okay. <laughs> and he says the Alf's greatest mistake is that it's hard to pick among millions. Um. So I'm not going to go through every character, but he's got one, one for Millie, Willie, so I'll do one more. He's tall, slender, has a half-bald head, wears spectacles. He's around 45 years old. His character description is innocent and forgiving. Um, <laughs> his personal interests are to have a little peaceful time. Well, once we once we get to be 45 years old, that's, that's most of our interests, right? A little peaceful time. Um, his greatest mistake is to trying to teach Alf about reasoning. Um, I don't know if that's a mistake. Uh, I mean, it seems like a, a, a valiant effort. Um, this might be a little bit like a results-based reasoning here to say it's a mistake just because it doesn't work. I think it's still the right thing to do. Um, just a quick couple of quick more points Kate Tanner's um, <laughs> personal interests are to do her usual tasks tasks without bothers um, she's and her character description is serious and not forgiving that's accurate um, Brian is innocent what do we say about Lynn she's tall slender has a curly dark brown below shoulder he length hair pretty age around 18 I think that's some wishful thinking on Priyan's part I think she's like 16 um, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> she enjoys Elf's stupid talks and she likes to have her own personal time okay so that's enough of that so let's let's get into the story okay so this again this is um just another day with Alf. So really, it's very specific. Uh, so let's see the story. Okay, so we start with um, Kate talking to Willie. She says, um, Willie. She mumbles, um, Willie, to, uh, to Willie. Well, they're both still in bed. Willie says, um, it's morning. So, Willie asks, a little annoyed, still wanting to sleep a little more. Don't you have to go to work today? Of course I do. I have an important meeting to attend to. So why aren't you going to get out of bed? Why should I? The alarm had gone off yet. It's 7.05, she said, checking wristwatch on the bedside table. Of course... Honey, I can sleep a little... It's what? 7.05. She kept looking at the dial of the wristwatch. Watch's long hand moved a little bit. Now six, she said, correcting herself. It's good writing. Not bad. 
Good heavens! Willie jumped out of bed, looked at it, looked for his slippers. Why haven't that stupid alarm clock had rung? It may have rung, but we might have heard of it. Heard it? What do you mean we might have heard it? It was right next to you. It's not anymore. Willie looked at the bedside bedside table just to realize that the alarm clock wasn't there. Where's the darn? Who took it? Gee, I'll, I'll give you three guesses, Willie. Sorry, that was me interrupting. They both looked at themselves and muttered, Alf. Jeez. Willie found his slippers and got up. This is insane. I'll have a word with him, man to man, after I've gone downstairs. I'm not sure why he has to, <laughs> has to be like a man to man. Like he's, like he's going to get into a fist fight or something. Are they going to arm wrestle? What does this mean? Actually, it's man to alien, honey, Kate said, smiling. Uh, like, he's a male alien. I mean, are we implying that man, in this case, he's using man to mean human? So it's, it's like a bit pedantic. Kate, come on. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Speaking of three feet tall goon machine of disasters, I was just wondering why last night was so peaceful. It's like we don't need an alarm clock. Alf's doing something way off stupid to make a, wake us up normally. But today, why all this silence? Bang! Cling! Clang! Noises come from downstairs. We're deafening. Here he goes again. Oh, sorry, this is Kate. Here he goes again, Kate said to herself and jumped off the bed shouting, Alf! When they were getting into their dressing gowns, the phone in their bedroom began to ring. You you go down and check what that stupid alien is up to. I'll get the call. That's good. Um, delegating there by Willie. When Willie was coming down the stairs, he realized that the noises had stopped. He saw Kate, who was looking at the sofa, and said, It was the boss. The meeting is postponed till 10.30. Lucky me. Lucky. Oh, no. Lucky. Here, boy. Here. He heard Al's voice. Here, boy. Here. Willie walked over to where the where the Kate was. No, sorry. Where where Kate was, and looked at the three feet high hairy alien bending in front of the couch with milk fill, with a milk fill, filled saucer on his hand. Tanner's cat, Lucky, was hiding under the couch, pressing itself against the wall. This is the wall of the couch. Not sure. Alf, what are you doing? Willie asked. Shh. Don't shush me in my own house. Can't you see? Can't you see I'm trying to give the cat some milk for breakfast? The poor thing is scared. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Ha ha. Like you care about how lucky he feels. Will you quit it? I can't. I'm obsessed with giving some breakfast. That's strange. Um. No, you want the cat for breakfast. That's what you're obsessed with, Kate said. Kate! Sorry, no, this is Willie. Kate, what's the noise we heard? Willie asked, scanning the living room. That, Kate showed a set of broken pieces of ceramic near the wall, which once had been a vase. Oh my! Ah, elf! What? 
Alpass in a tone of answering a person who's bothering him with an unrelated or unimportant thing. My mom gave it to me for last year's birthday. The cat? The vase. I don't know if we've ever met Willie's mom. Uh, maybe, maybe in a later episode than I've seen we cover Willie's parents. That's That seems like really frittle soil for storytelling but we can we can revisit that oh that it's a simple problem you are probably going to get a birthday for this year too aren't you so ask for another one like that for this year's birthday see simply solved Willie rolled his eyes and Kate went to bring a dustpan to take away the broken pieces Alf you need to take some responsibility I'm not sure if that was actually Kate or Willie. It doesn't say. Oh, sure. I'm very responsible. And about the vase. Lucky broke it. Why do I even bother? Willie said to himself turned and turned to go to the kitchen to have his cup of milk. Ah, yes. The morning cup of milk. That's what we all do before work. We have a good cold cup of milk. Suddenly, an alarm clock began to ring from somewhere. Hooray! Alf cried leaving the milk-filled saucer behind, ran toward the television. Willie saw that the alarm clock was on the TV set. Alf stopped the alarm, switched on the TV, jumped on the couch. Willie went near the TV and took his clock back. He saw the time was 3.30 on the clock. Alf, why did you take our clock, and why is the time changed? Oh, I like to watch Silver Shadow on Channel 18. So why change the time? The cable TV channel's Australian. So you change the time of our clock to Australian time to catch your TV program. Duh. Yeah. Can't you understand even that? You always call yourself so smart. Okay, smart guy. How much is 7 times 9? 64,083.6. And how on earth is that? First you take 7 times 9, and divide it by 3.7, and multiply it by 16, and... Who told you to divide it by 3.7? Who told me not to? You know what? Oh, sorry. the You know what? You make me crazy, Alf. Willie heard Kate's voice. She was removing the broken piece of the vase. Wait, I'm not sure if that was... Kate or Willie talking. Doesn't matter. So, no, it's the other way around, said Alf, not taking his eyes away from the TV. What do you mean the other way around? Kate asked angrily. You see, the human race is the craziest set of aliens I've ever met. You keep your mouth shut when eating. You think burping is a bad habit. You can't even eat a half dozen pizzas at a time. You can't even watch TV for 18 hours straight. The worst thing is, you pet your pet cats instead of eating them. Wait, you pet you pet cats instead of eating them. So you make me crazy. This is just uh, so. This is all about uh, multiculturalism. People getting along with people from different cultures. I see. I'm going to get dressed. Willie went upstairs. Alf, go and wake up the kids, Kate said. So this is another um, 
case of, uh, as in the other fan fiction I, I read, where the, um, the author's taken liberties on, on Alf somehow being involved in the, the rearing of the children. Uh, <laughs> so Alf's been charged with waking up the kids. What about my program? It can wait. It can't. I can switch it off, you know. Maybe she could wake up her own kids. You know what I mean? No, you can't. I know about what you do every time I watch TV. So I've disconnected the main power switch of the TV. You did what? It's okay. We've still got the remote. Kate went near Alf and grabbed the remote from him and switched the TV off. Now go and wake up the kids while I make them some breakfast. And after that, I watch TV. No, you fix the TV back, she said angrily and walked away towards the kitchen. Oh, life's so unfair, Elf said to himself, and get off the couch and walk towards Brian's room. Brian was soundly asleep when Alf went near him. Brian! Um, he mumbled sleepily. Brian, you've got to wake up. Need to sleep more. He went back to sleep. Okay, then. Alf walked away and suddenly began to shout, Brian, Brian, Peter Pan's on Disney Channel. God. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Brain suddenly got off the bed, forgetting his sleepiness, and ran towards the TV, passing Alf on the way. He went to the TV and saw that it was turned off. He looked at Alf with irritation. Alf, you tricked me. That's not fair. I don't think Alf would ever lie to Brian like that, by the way. This is just an editorial interjection by the uh, narrator here. Now I'll move on. Life's not fair, Brian. I don't know about I don't know about it. But that's what your mom always says to me. Now get yourself ready to go to school. Mumbling to himself, Brian walked away towards the bathroom. Mission impossible, waking up Lynn. Alf said to himself and walked towards Lynn's bedroom. Suddenly he began to shout, Lynn, Lynn, I just switched on MTV. The Backstreet Boys had just split up. Okay, I'm not sure when this is set, but the Backstreet Boys were not a, uh, were not a, a going concern until the late 90s. And this, uh, you know, if, if this isn't <laughs> in the standard Alf timeline, this is 1986 or 87, I think the Backstreet Boys were, were, were still children. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, but we'll continue. The Backstreet Boys had just split up. What? When? Why? He heard the voice from inside her bedroom. What happened to Nick Carter? She asked while opening the door. That's when she saw Alf's goofy smile. Alf's uh, face always looks pretty much the same. I'm not sure how you can tell when he's smiling. Then maybe the puppeteer sort of wrinkles his hand inward in such a way that the lower mouth protrudes beyond the uh the upper mouth you know what i mean like you, you know you know you've seen puppets ha ha i got you he said with a snickering laugh i don't think that was i think ha is a snicker i think it's more like a he he i think that's more of a snicker um that's not very un, that's not very nice alf lynn said annoyed try, try to have a wider view of life alf just for a change besides pulling up other people's legs all the time and getting into trouble every time. I don't think he's in trouble. He's doing what he's supposed to do. You're 
Your, your dad's really got a wider view on the world. With his glasses, seems like he has two pairs of eyes, Alf said laughing. Wow, that's really uncalled for. Be serious, Alf, said Len. With a decreasing laugh, sorry, with a decreasing laugh, Alf began to think. Wider view, eh? He said to himself as he thought more. Fully dressed for his meeting, Willie came down the stairs, kissed Kate goodbye, and got into the car. As Kate was waving from behind, he turned left through the driveway and disappeared. It's very specific. Alf, Kate called, looking at the attic door where Alf used to stay in mornings like this, amusing himself with some of his stupid experiments and other moronic stuff he used to call experiments. Alf, did you repair the TV switch, as I've said? There was no response of any kind. Alf! Uh-uh. No reply. I can't find the answer to the question. Oh, shit. That was Alexa. I activated Alexa somehow. Oh, what am I saying? She said to herself. He's better off there, without even the mere sight. I can do my work down here, right? Hey, did I just rhyme my, wor my words? She thought as she was readying the vacuum cleaner. Nice. It's a shame that I couldn't do that much when I was at school. I would have even won the first prize for poetry, which I always missed. Jesus. I'm going off the rails here. Crab's Diner is a popular drive-by restaurant. It was Willie's favorite to pick a snack for morning. Willie parked the car near the speaker. So this is cool. We'll get some, like, um, Willie outside of the house. We don't get that much in the show, but in fan fiction, you can do anything. Willie parked the car near the speaker. Good morning, said the female voice from the speaker. Good morning, a mini Pepsi. And a packet of chips to go, please, Willie said. That's when his phone began to ring, and he checked the number. So I guess Willie has a car phone? Or is it a cell phone? In 1987? It was his boss. Still, keeping the headset connected to his ear, he answered the call. The rear side door's glass shutter opened by a quarter, and a different voice could be heard. Nah, wider view, he said, and opened it more. I'm really, uh, <laughs> really lost. One more, please. Yes, sir. Do you have hot cats? Hot cats, sir? You know, I hate dogs, got it? What the fuck? Did Elf, is Elf in the car? What? Okay, okay, okay. I'm just gonna keep going. So you want a hot dog, sir? No, I want a hot, no, I want a hot cat. I still don't. Is Willie talking? Okay, so okay, so good morning, mini Pepsi, packet of chips. Of course, as anybody would order in the morning, the mini Pepsi and the packet of chips. That's a given. Now Willie gets a call. He's on the phone with his boss. Um, rear the rear side door's glass shutter opened. Are we talking about the rear side door of the car? 
So, yeah, wider view. So wider view, that's a callback to what Lynn said earlier. Um, so is Alf in the car? Let's just say he is. Okay. Nah, wider view, he said. One more, please. Yes, sir? Do you have hot cats? Hot cats, sir? You know, I hate dogs. Got it? So you want a, a hot dog, sir? No, I want a hot cat. The girl laughed about the silly joke and said, Sorry, sir, we don't have any hot cats, but I assure you that our hot dogs are very... Have any cat juice? Orange juice, sir? No, cat juice. It's m- the most delicious drink I've ever tasted. Never mind. Got any cat burgers? Or cat buns? Or cat cakes? The girl giggled. Sir, I'm sorry we don't have anything related to cats. But if you go to the pet shop, why would the girl giggle? She would just be pissed off. Like I am. The pet shop? The voice said, excited. Are there any cats in there? Plenty, she said. Now annoyed. Oh, now now she's getting annoyed. Okay. Sir, is that all? Where is it? Down the alley, sir. Is that all? Yeah, whatever. You people are the worst in the job. What an asshole. She's been nothing but nice to him. God. I'm sorry, sir, the girl said. With an amused tone. Oh, she's back to be amused. She was verbally abused. And now she's amused. Okay. It says, We satisfy your everyday need on your board. But you don't even have any cat juice or cat cakes. How did you satisfy my needs without a cat cake? Whatever. I've had enough. I'm going to the pet shop. Someday they'll be bigger on the job than you will ever be. And for Pinocchio's sake, try to take a wide view of the world. What the fuck? Why Why Pinocchio's sake? Why? I mean, we had a, a reference to Peter Pan earlier. Right? Ah. <sighs> Wide view, sir? Like, like, I don't know. Try buying a widescreen video camera for the diner or something. I don't know. Do whatever you like. There was no reply from the other side. She didn't know what to say. That's when Willie's call was ended and he heard someone blowing his horn from behind, quickly realized that he was still parking near the speaker and a couple of cars were there behind him. He drove... Wait, was that Willie the whole time? Why would Willie want hot cats? What? Why would Willie want hot cats? Why would Willie want hot cats? Ah, okay. So wait. So the backside window of the car became shut once again before the car was parked. Willie paid the price, and the girl almost threw threw food at him with a disgusted look at her face. Wondering what on earth was the matter was Willie drove... What? When Willie came back to his office after the meeting, he saw a delivery man standing in front of his office room door. Can I help you? Can I help you? He asked. Willie Tanner? The man asked. Yes? I brought your order. My what order? Don't worry. These are the best of them. The best Persian pedigrees. What are you talking about? Willie asked with a questioning <laughs> But the but the cats, of course," the man replied. 
What cats? The ones you ordered. I didn't order any cats, he said. And in a microsecond, he remembered about the one who would have done the thing. <laughs> Wait till I get home, he thought. Oh, sorry. Wait till I get home, he thought, biting his lower lip, like, seductively. <laughs> Look, sir, you're Willie Tanner, right? I have five more deliveries to be done within three hours. Who is delivering that many cats in three hours? Let alone delivering any cats anywhere at all, ever. Come on. If I don't, I'm fired. And I don't have much time. Cancel the order, then. You can't. Why can't I? Because it's not my business. I came here because you called our firm. You can solve your problems with our firm the way you want. But I've taken half-day leave. I'm not taking some cats to my home. <laughs> this is not... It's just not a realistic scenario. I'm sorry. Willie knew. <laughs> just don't. I don't. Wh when did Alf order these cats? He said he was going to go to the pet store. Was he at the restaurant? I don't get it. I don't get it. Willie knew that he has no easy escape. Alf, he thought angrily. Okay. How many cats have I ordered? Not much. A dozen. A, a dozen? Right. A, a what? A dozen. Twelve. Two times six. And that's three times four, too. I've been to the first grade at school. Thank you. But a dozen? My God. I'm gonna kill that Melmachian. <laughs> After solving the problem with the cats, is it solved? <laughs> How did he solve the problem? You can't just yada yada the solution to that problem. Why, why raise the problem if you're not going to show us the solution to the 12 Persian cats? After solving the problem with the cats, Willie sent his hand to the bolt of the door, and that's when he heard something talking inside his room. What room? Isn't he at work? How many times I've told Peter... Sorry. How many times I've told Peter not to get into my room and make messes there, he thought, and lightly opened the door person was taking a phone call. Yes. Put that into Mr. Tanner's account. Oh, okay, thank you. And the sound of the receiver being put down could be heard. Why, you biscuit-headed maggot! Willie opened the door angrily, hearing enough. But what he saw made him scream. Ah! Alf! Oh, hello, Willie, Alf said. He was sitting on Willie's rotating chair, wearing his hat and one of his extra coats and a tie he had kept in his office cupboard. And he had Willie's computer glasses on, too. Is that like Google Glass? <laughs> it is like virtual reality headset. Alf, what are you? He screamed, suddenly realizing what he was doing. Closed the door behind him. Spoke in a lower voice, with gritting teeth. What are you doing here? The meeting went well? Asked, Alf asked. Oh, how about my hat? Is it fitting to me well? Willie came to Alf and grabbed and took away his hat. Yes, I agree with you too. It's not perfect fit. 
but you've got to admit, the coat's fine. Alf! Yes? What are you doing here? I'm trying to have a wider view of life, Alf said, looking at Willie through the glasses. Not with the glasses. Yes, I realize that. That's why I ordered some cats. Um, by the way, you didn't see any delivery boy from Pets for You, did you? I want some answers about that too, Alf. Oh, is he already here? Where are they? I tried reasoning him with him, but I couldn't. It seems like that Willie Tanner had faxed them a signed promissory note of some sort. I've got no choice. I can't keep them here, so I've told the man to send the cats to our home. And that alone cost me three pounds, 75 pence. This is written with a pound sign and a dollar sign. I'm not sure which, which it's going to be. Okay, I can I can have them for dinner then. Oh, by the way, you have to pay an amount of three hundred and eighty-five pounds ninety-nine pence. Three eighty-five ninety-nine. Yes, with free delivery, isn't it great? I don't think it was free delivery. I think the delivery was three pounds seventy-five pence. I think we learned that in the last paragraph. That's fine. Three eighty-five ninety-nine. Willie repeated, sitting on a chair. Yes, I've ordered the best of the best. So let's just pause. So, Lynn told Alf to take a wider view on life. Okay, and that was the catalyst, if you'll pardon my pun, for Alf sneaking into Willie's car. Harassing a fast food restaurant order taker um, somehow from the back seat while Willie was on the phone, and then somehow getting a dozen Persian cats um, delivered to, to Willie's office with a promissory note. How how is this how is this taking a wider view on life? I don't I don't understand the theme. Just don't get it. So let's continue. Um Okay. So yes, I've ordered the best of the best. Oh, Willie rested his forehead to his palm. Looks like I'm gonna have to do OT practically living here for three months, he said weekly. Don't be sad, Alf said. You will soon get over it. Besides, you can have a lot of fun in here. He got off Willie's chair and went neat, went near the photocopy machine, pressed some buttons. This is what I do in the office, too. Lifted the lid and put his face on the scanner. The light beam moved to sides, and different freaky faces of Alf began to come out of the machine. Printed on paper with black and white. There were about more two dozen papers on the floor with some more of Alf's wacky faces on them. Why are you doing this? 
Willie asked. I have a wider view. I have, I too have a wider view, just like Lynn told me to. Yep, it adds up. Have you, wait, have you any idea what she meant? Of course I do, don't be stupid. Now, I'm thinking very clearly with the wider view, and I've become very philosophical all of a sudden. I can see that. I've become more zen-like. I've got to thank Lin for showing me the way to lead peaceful mind. Okay, Alf. You're making everything peaceful. As a matter of fact, very peaceful and zen-like. Ha shui kagi wan shido shi. What does that mean? I don't know. I just made that up. But you've got to admit, it sounds very zen, doesn't it? It's a little, little bit racist. Uh, I, re- I regret reading it. Oh, God. He probably won't hear you. <laughs> he probably won't hear you right now. So it's like Alf is like, has locked Willie in some kind of uh, t- torment chamber where even God can't find him. Okay. Because. Oh, sorry. Because. He's gone for lunch now. It's the lunch hour. You can't expect him to listen to all the long-distance God calls from people all around the world with his headphones on, burn bushes, part seas, and create stuff at the same time without any free time for himself? Give me some, give, give him some rest, will ya? Willie sighed. I've made some more wacky face photocopies. One more thing, Alf. Who were you talking to when I was coming to the office? And what's to be put in my account? Oh, nothing much. Just a lunch. I've ordered four extra-large family pizzas from your firm's official diner. <laughs> what is a firm's official official diner? What does that mean? Okay, that's going to cost me 24 bucks. 25.99. Yes, but that's thoughtful at least. Yes, it's very thoughtful, he thought for a moment. Why is that thoughtful? Buying food for everyone at home. But it would have been great if you ordered them at the evening before I leave. Who said anything about Caitlin and Brian? But Alf, we can't eat four large. Extra large, Alf corrected him. Yes, we can't possibly eat four extra large family pizzas by ourselves. Is, is this Willie's first time meeting Alf? I think he could certainly take down those pies. Uh, who said anything about you? I've ordered a cheeseburger and a mini and a mini and a mini patty for you. The pizzas are for me. What is a what is a mini patty? The pizzas are for me. So Alf's taking a wider view by ordering a dozen cats to eat, but then he also orders pizza. Suddenly the door opened and a man appeared. He was an elderly man with a bald head. He was a fat man with a huge belly. He had a mustache which had almost turned gray. It seemed like he himself became all gray when he saw Alf, who had no time for hiding. Yikes! he cried. Oh, 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 Alf muttered under his breath. And Willie, who was stunned, didn't even know what to think. 
Willie, what what's that thing? Oh, sorry, this was this wasn't Alpha. This is, this is the man. Willie, what's that thing? No, how about this voice? Willie, what's that thing? The mast. That that. Daddy, who's that fat guy? Alpha suddenly. What that what? It's not Christmas yet, Daddy. What's well, Santa Claus here now? So, I guess I'm gonna predict. The next story beat is Alpha's going to pretend to be a deformed child, I guess. Willie still didn't see where everything was going. He still stayed there like one of Madame Tussauds' wax sculptures. <laughs> Sorry, my microphone drifted away. Sorry, guys. This is, this is very unprofessional. Okay. Willie, that that the thing is talking. Hey, Mr. Santa, aren't you supposed to love kids? You talk. Hey, Santa Banta. <laughs> it's still October. You hibernating? Time's not over yet. What? Well, hibernate? You you hi- hibernate? What what are you? Can't you guess it by one glance? I'm Brian Tanner. Brian's Willie's son. I mean, I'm his son. He walked He walked around the table and stood near Willie and smiled. Don't our faces look the same? Everybody says so. He's your son? The, mess, the man asked from Willie. You're my son? Willie asked from Alf. Suddenly, it struck him. I mean, you are my son. <laughs> he said to Alf. He's my son. <laughs> he said to the man. He's planning to go out on Halloween, Mac. What do you think of the costume? Good one. Good recovery. The man touched his heart with one hand and sighed with relief. Oh, Willie, your son gave me a hell of a fright. What is he playing? Teen Wolf? Or... <laughs> Nightmare of the Wolf <laughs> Nightmare Nightmare of the Wolf <laughs> Nightmare of the Wolfman <laughs> Actually I'm playing the character of Alf, the evil alien emperor who comes to destroy people's lives. <laughs> so he's just gonna destroy people's lives like he's not gonna kill them, he's gonna like wreck their life by like getting them fired from their job or like making their their spouse leave them or something like that. That's how he destroys lives. Okay. Oh, that seems scary, said the man. Be- believe me, he's a life destroyer, destroyer all right. I would be a little weirded out if a man said that to me about his son. Just just saying. Oh, Willie, I came here to get your signature on this, the man said, showing him a file. While Willie was signing the document, the man asked, So, kiddo, what are you doing in the costume early this month? (laughs) He's giving me a demonstration to destruction, Willie said. The man looked at the photocopied wacky face and said, 
I can see that. There you, there you go. Willie gave the file to the man, and he turned to leave. Bye, Santa, Alf said. Alf, Willie said. I mean, Brian, you behave yourself. Sorry, he said to Willie. I'd turned to the man. Don't forget to send me a cat for Christmas. Oh, man, another scheme to get cats. Wow, okay. Ho, ho, he said, smiling, and after closing the door behind him, walked away. Uh, why couldn't you, why couldn't you get the hint for King Louis's sake? What the hell? What is King Louis's sake? Hint? What hint? Oh, that. You stood there like mummified Tutankhamun, and, okay, I didn't, I didn't see where you were going with this, self. Where was I going? I was standing right here. I know, I said, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see where you were going with your talk. Can you see well, Willie? I think your glasses need to be changed. This is gonna be this is gonna come back to the wider view, isn't it? It's not gonna tie it together. Um I didn't go anywhere. I was standing right here all the time. How how on you how on you see things with a wide view if your glasses are not fine? See? Got it. Nailed it. Whatever you say, but Alf that was a good stunt. Thank you for saving me. Oh, <laughs> Alf is he's redeemed after spending uh, $500 on pizza and cats and creating the very situation that Willie needed to be saved from. So, okay. I guess it's like Stockholm Syndrome or something. Uh, let's see. Bum, 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 bum. Um, don't worry, Alf, the evil alien emperor's at your service. The intelligent comes all with the wider view package, he said, smiling. And this is all Lynn's fault with this wider, wider view bullshit. Which he only said, by the way, as a result of him japing about the Backstreet Boys breaking up. Which, by the way... The Backstreet Boys didn't exist yet, so you know, do do with that what you will. After work, Willie and Alf were going back home in their car. Their car—it's Willie's car. Come on. Alf was hiding below the back seat in fear of displaying himself for the other <laughs> Homo sapiens on the road. <laughs> Willie, can I tell you a joke? Alf asked. No. I'll take that as a yes. Ahem. Why did the chicken cross the road? Alf asked the famous joke. To get to the other side, Willie replied with the famous answer. No. Then what for? To get itself road killed. Road killed? Yes. You know that cars are going in these highways in very high speed and there's no way a chicken can cross the road without killing itself bam chunk splat why would the chicken cross the road to get itself ki- road killed to suicide it's really dark it's a really dark turn this story is taking 
Why would a chicken suicide? How would I know? I'm not his guidance counselor. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, isn't it funny? Can I tell another one? <laughs> no. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's me. Me who? He still continued the boring kid's joke, boringly. Elf. I'm elf. What? The word I is used to refer to oneself as speaker or writer. Me is the objective case of I. So I equals me. Since the speaker is me, Alf, it implies that I equals me equals Alf. So it implies that I am Alf. And Alf, who is I, had been the one who had been knocking to your door. Got it? What? Now the Tanners were having their dinner. Whoa, what a segue. Okay. Lynn and Brian are back from school. Kate had finished her chores. <laughs> Kate Kate had, has her her chores. Her <laughs> is very very progressive. Uh, Willie and Alf are back from office and they're all back at home. Kate had given Alf a verbal treatment for the dangerous stunts he had done, plus for the cats. <laughs> well, none of that's relevant enough to to check in. Like, we don't need to see any of that. It's like, oh, you buy $500 worth of Persian cats. Okay. Uh, where are the cats? What what happened? Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe this can yet be resolved as a story. Okay. Lynn and Brian had spent their time catching the escaped cats after they've come home from school. And they are back in the box with two plates of milk inside. Lucky was circling around the box, wondering why some of his relations staying inside the box were. Hmm. So are they kittens? That that would make some sense, I guess, if they were just kittens. I mean, you have 12 kittens. Alf took a bean tossed it up, and caught it in his mouth. Ta-da! Alf said. Alf, will you stop playing with your food? Uh, asked Kate. <laughs> Why? Because it's bad. Brian also tossed a bean up. Sounds like a, um, like some kind of drug slang. It fell on his head and bumped away. See? Kate said. When I, what I'm supposed to do if he's bad at good dining matters. Manners. Let me guess, said Lynn. Playing with your food in the dinner table are in the list of Milmachian good manners? That's right, said Alf. All of the bad things on in earth... Wait, sorry. All the bad things on earth are the best in Milmac. Were you telling us about them because you want... Ex oh, wait, shit. Oh, so I fucked it up. Sorry. This is actually Lynn. Okay. All of the bad things on Earth are the best in Melmac. Or are you telling us about them because you want an excuse for yourself to be rude as possible? I don't think Lynn is this hostile with Alf in general. It's not, not great uh, characterization here. Nice to do... But... What am what am I supposed to do if humans are a bunch of disgusting animals? <laughs> well, really took it up to, to, took it up a notch there, which are not even dreamt of being civilized. 
You are saying that burping, playing catch with food, take talking with your mouth full, and all around bad habits are your planet's politest behaviors. Yup. I can imagine how Melmac. I oh sorry, this is Brian. I can imagine how Melmac looks like. Brian said. Brian, I'm glad you understand. Kate tried to talk. Melmac to be really cool, Brian said, cutting short his mum in mid-sentence. <laughs> See, you've already ruined his mind, Alf. Alf is a ruiner of minds. Not guilty, <laughs> Alf said, raising his right eye. Then all of them began to have their dinner, silently, except Alf. Most of the time, he had rude, he made rude, no, rude noises while he's eating. So I'm just going to pause here and ask whether or not we're going to get back to the um, the full, what was it, the full view, on the, the wider wide view of life. I feel like we need some resolution there. Um, or or the, I, think, I think the story is irredeemable if we don't get any resolution on the wider view. Alf, you don't have to make those awful noises, said Lynn. No. No, don't worry. That's okay. I don't mind, he said coolly, continued ruining others' appetite. Beans weren't in the top ten list of Alf's favorite foods. In fact, it wasn't even the top 100 list, because almost 65 of the top 100 list was filled with various kinds of foods related to nothing but cats. He couldn't make up his mind and eat a bunch of meaningless beans when he was in the sight of a box full of some yummy cats. Alf, are you having beans tonight? said Kate demandingly. And don't look at that box. Brian, Alf said, if your dad's brought home a dozen hamburgers from McDonald's with extra cheese, and if your mom demands that you have to eat spinach with boiled eggs, sounds pretty good, for the, ne for the night, how would you feel? Awful. Kate, listen to your kid. He knows how I feel. To be honest, you don't feel anything. And by the way, nobody's going to have any cats for dinner. There are a dozen cats in the living room. Uh, and I've paid 385 pounds 99 pence for it. <laughs> really said. Still sober looking. Well, that's very generous of you, Willie, Alf said. Why, you little life-demolishing cat-eater! Willie growled angrily and waved his fork er, er, across the dinner table towards Alf. Alf ducked in an instant. Whoa, Willie! He said, you must not let anger take over yourself. Now he's a uh, Jedi. Take a deep breath and inhale and exhale with me. One, two, three. Alf inhaled. <sighs> Puh! Or sorry, pa! This just says P U H. Pa! Willie snorted. Alf exhaled. One, two, three. Stop it, Alf. Okay, but I was just trying to help you. You've helped me very well for today, and that's enough. Okay, since you've got my help, enough. I'd go there and help myself. He wiped his mouth with the tablecloth 
and nobody's watching, got off the chair. He left the dining table and walked towards the box. Knowing very well about, about Alf, Lucky, who was circling around the box, hid behind it. Don't worry, Juicy. I won't hurt you in any way, and I will protect you from all troubles. I will climb the highest mountain and cross the widest river for you. He touched the box in a lower tone, and he finished his, sen- his sentence. Till I'm done with your friends here. Lucky, after that, you won't be much lucky anymore. Ha, ha, ha. It's getting really dark. Sorry. Alf, you are not touching that box, Kate said warningly, for she had a better view at Alf, straight from where she stayed the diner table. Okay, I'll use gloves then. Big deal. You're not using gloves either. Mittens? No, no, you're not using your hands in any way. In that case, I'll kick it towards the kitchen. You're not going to have anything to do with it anymore. You're selling the cats. You're going to donate them. Donate them to me then. Alf, what did I tell you about not having a wider view of life? Uh, wider view is back. Wider view is back. It, the, story, the story has been saved. Alf, what did I tell you about having a wider view of life? Lynn asked. So Lynn doesn't seem to understand that her wider view talk is what convinced Alf, for some reason, to buy these cats. Everything I've done today is all about having wider, having a wider view of life. I'm looking at life in a new perspective. Spelled prospective. In a new point of view. An intelligent one. Very intelligent, muttered Kate. Lynn, thank you for the advice. Oh, shit, this is Willie. Sorry. Lynn, thank you for the advice you've given to Alf. But that wider view thing is getting on my nerves. Today he wriggled into my car, came to my office, exposed himself to dozens of people in my office. And we didn't get that scene. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's a new low. Nearly scaring one. <laughs> Nearly scaring one. He destroyed my photocopy machine. After putting 200 half sheets packed, photocopying his stupid face, which would cost me about 400 pounds to fix it, he ordered four large family pizzas. Extra large. Alf corrected him. Right, said Willie. Four extra large family sized pizza, a hamburger, and a midi patty, which cost me about 24 pounds. $25.99. I like these callbacks to the prices earlier. It was really good stuff. It's nice to see it again. <laughs> Willie kept talking, ignoring him. And he bought a dozen Persian cats, which cost me 400 pounds. Actually, it's three eighty-five ninety-nine, um, and it cost me three seventy-five bucks to send them to me. Uh, and I had a hell of a time catching cats since morning because of that," said Kate, joining Willie. Why did they have to catch the cats? Did the guy just come and dump them in the yard? Willie wasn't finished with his talking. And all of that had cost me a total of about 800 pounds. <laughs> Actually, it'd be 81573. Willie still continued his list. 
And normally, Krabby's diner employers are very friendly to me, and some of them even know me a little because I'm one of their daily customers, and today one of the girls almost threw a big bag of food at me, giving me angry glance. Without a doubt, Alpha Mazvez had something to do while I was having a phone call from the boss, and all that because you tried to have a wider view of life, he said to Alf. I'm begging you, no more wider views ever. Just stick to to the narrow ones of yours, please, said Kate. A noise in the middle of the night woke up the tanners. Oh, jeez. So we just we just cut from dinner to the middle of the night. Just, in, wait, just one sentence. Okay. Then the noises were multiplied, both in the size and the type. Slam, mew, bam, wham, sling, mew. Sounds like some cats are getting killed. They heard cats making noises with fear, and they heard things falling down, glasses breaking, and a set of various deafening noises with a single voice shouting, Come to me, yummy babies. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to eat you. Did I, did I say a total cost? Wait, sorry. Did I say a total cost is 800 pounds? Willie asks from Kate, still staying on the bed. Better multiply it by two. They heard more noises. Slam, sling, mew, crack, whip, chunk, mew. Jeez, Willie cried, jumping out of bed. Kate followed, saying, Better replace the two of that multiplication with three or four. Slang! So that would be, what, uh, 3,200 bucks. Jeez. Sorry, pounds. It's probably like $6,000. Kate quickly corrected herself. Or five, according to <laughs> numbers in multiples. Kate quickly corrected herself according to the updated possible closeness. Without even getting into their dressing gowns, they ran down the stairs screaming, Alf! The end. So that's it. That's um I forget the title. That's just another day with Alf by Priyan Jayasurya. So thanks everybody for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this uh this wonderful story. This has been uh a lot of fun for me. Um and I I I, I think it's safe to assume pretty fun for you too. I think I don't want to like toot my own horn too much, but I think it's like a pretty. This is a slam dunk of a podcast. I think I'm gonna submit this to the um, the National Archive or something. Uh, okay, so uh, thanks again, and uh, check me out next time. See you later. Bye.